Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of The Social Circus. I'm your host, Sarah Thompson, and today I'm excited to be joined by another Sarah, Sarah Potter. Hey, Sarah. Hello. Thank you now, for having Sarah, me. My pleasure. Now, Sarah is the owner of a very cool business called La Dolce Vitae, and she describes herself as a sweet life activator. And I have to say, when I was reading your bio, Sarah, and I saw that, I was like, I need a cool title like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, La Dolce Vita is the sweet life in Italian. So it's mm-hmm. all about like whatever, whatever brings sweetness to you. And it's different for everybody, right? And I just think it's a really nice way to encapsulate what I love and what I love to activate in people. Oh, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. So Sarah, um, for all of our listeners, tell us a little bit about you and your business journey and a little bit about what you offer as a business. Mm, so um, I am a recovering marketer. <laughs> what I say so I worked in corporate marketing for a really long time and I loved what I did but I didn't really feel like it it didn't fill me up and I tried doing it in lots of different types of businesses and I would get I would enjoy it and I would achieve what I wanted to achieve but there was always something missing like there was definitely a service element and giving back that I wasn't getting from being in those roles and Mm -hmm. so I had I had, I mean, I would come up with against lots of different challenging characters and stuff. And as part of that, I had some coaching and it just completely opened up a new world for me in terms of what was possible. And my first conversation with my coach, I sat down, he said, what do you really want to do? And I said, well, I'd quite like to work for half of the year, do some consulting, do some writing, be creative. And he was like, why are you not doing that? I'm like, that's a very good question. (laughs) And he just just held the mirror up. And in that one conversation just opened up, well, you can do that. You have the skills to live more creatively, more flexibly, to go and live in a different country instead of just flying in every now and then as part of a global corporate team. Mm. Um, And just help, it just opened a door, which opened a whole new world for me in terms of what was possible in having a more creative and sweeter life as I define it um so yeah I went and moved to Australia set up my own consultancy I traveled I volunteered um for nearly a year um in West Africa and yeah I've just it's just trained did my coaching training did my hypnotherapy training and just as I go along I just pick up all these different tools that I I use and then help my clients to unlock their next level of their sweet life too oh fantastic and well, I have to say I, I know that my listeners all know that I'm also um, a recovering um, full-time marketer <laughs> and now I love being in this digital space but we I promise we won't talk about that as tempting as it will be to swap war stories because what I really like and I love that you're able to pinpoint that moment of, of transformation for yourself and um, I, I do want to talk um, a little bit about because a lot of my audience are going to be um, ladies who are entrepreneurs or females mm-hmm. and And um, I think if, and actually I'm going to say, I know that we suffer in a way that I don't see as evident in a lot of my male clients that I coach. And this Mm. is really around um, our ability to be visible and to be confident and to show up. So I would love for us to have a little chat about that because I know that that's something that you're also very passionate about. Yeah, it's huge. And I think 
I think it's particularly, I know from personal experience and from working with my clients that when we come from the structure of, of, a, of a business or a corporation, whatever it is, there's frameworks, there's rules, there's things that we exist within and tied behind sometimes. You know, it's easy to be, to tell a story when it's in the, in the voice of a brand or, you know, there's a guardrail, but when it's just us showing up, it feels really vulnerable. And actually, I don't like that word, just us, because actually women in our divine essence are incredibly powerful um and finding that making moving out of that space into our own space I just don't think is talked about enough in terms of the mindset that's needed in order to support that no Um, it's funny you're when you just said then guardrail I have to be honest I've never thought about it like that and I definitely struggled with that when I left corporate and started my own business because suddenly I wasn't who somebody said I should be I could be whoever I wanted to be and that actually was completely daunting and at the time you know when you start a business because you're good at whatever the skills you are that you've got and you're like oh I'm going to start a business because I'm great at marketing so I'm going to just sell my services in marketing and nobody speaks about the fact that running your own business is the biggest journey into self-discovery that you could possibly take it's huge. You're just giving me chills just saying that. It's, it's, it's massive because it's, it's it, and I remember saying to my kids, it's a blessing and a curse. Like, I could do absolutely anything. And then it's like, oh my God, anything. Like, I used to have so many rules about what I could say when and how I would say it and what language I would do. And, I, and, and, and this is what my clients come with as well. So I work with a lot of creative entrepreneurs that they might have a brilliant idea and they're just struggling to share it or they um you know they had a business and then it's not going as well as they wanted and then they're, and they're worried about getting to the next they're worried about being seen they're worried about being judged by family because there's all these stories that we tell ourselves about what everyone else is going to think about what we're doing um and it's huge because it 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 like you say it's the biggest personal development project that you could possibly go on it's so vulnerable everything is on you so being able to tune in every day and be like okay let's just get into the foundations of um what do I need to do to to move to the next tiny thing I'm all about tiny nudges you can have the big shiny sexy goals and they are really really necessary but actually we need to then boil back down to what's the next tiny nudge that's going to get you to that that day that week that month um, because otherwise it just becomes too overwhelming well I like tiny nudges <laughs> yeah it's it's just so much easier and you get quite a lot of traction quite quickly so I'd, I'd have um um like creators I had clients that are like jewelry makers or artists and they're like oh, I've done all this stuff but I can't possibly share it and, and I'm like how's anybody you're not gonna have a business if you don't share it like it's lovely sharing it with you know and and would encourage them to go on tiny steps like share it with me this is a safe space share it with me and then what would be the next step what would be the next step what would be the and and just take it in tiny because they would come to me and say oh no not not until I feel confident oh what does that look like Uh, and we're never confident we're like honestly I've been I've been in marketing for over 25 years and own my own business for over 10 and I still feel like I'm faking it (laughs) yeah and I think the multi-million dollar they all say like oh yeah you know you're you're and it's a beauty and a curse isn't it because you Mm. you can create whatever you want and there's no pathway 
but then you kind of want a pathway. <laughs> I know. I, I love. I'm. I'm still. I'm still stuck on your um tiny nudges. I think they're brilliant. So let's talk a little bit about some of the. I think some of the big issues that we face often as female entrepreneurs is our visibility and yeah. how do we how do we show up in our business and I often find um, that a lot of the women that I speak and coach with um, their biggest fear is someone seeing them and judging them. Mm. It's such a oh it's such a huge one and it's like that's what we want at the end of the day isn't it as business owners to be seen. <laughs> a, it kind of when is. When you boil it down you're like oh my god what's the worst that can happen like somebody will see me and that's what <laughs> you want and so like when I first very first started my business Instagram account I didn't tell anyone about it. <laughs> you're like I'm just going to secretly do it and then the people that want to do it will find it but I love that that's that's like a next level party (laughs) well the thing is I was like my friends and family are not my clients at the end Mm. of the day so they don't need to know about it and but I think the I think there's a massive um we seem to think that we need to talk to everybody we don't need to talk to everybody and I think there's people that show up very consistently they have their own guardrails they've created their own guardrails they've created what's safe for them in terms of what they will and won't share and I think Mm. that really helps build confidence because we all have wobble moments there's not an entrepreneur on this planet that doesn't have a wobble or a bad day or why am I doing this you know it's a roller coaster Mm -hmm. absolutely and you either kind of exhilarated by it or (laughs) terrified by it but it has its moments and I think um the you know being really conscious about how we show up and when we show up and what whether we share like I I always say to people you don't share from the wound you get you share from the scar because we have to be we have to um, I think a lot of people are worried about you know I don't want to be sharing too much of my personal life for example like you don't have to you can you can just talk about your cat like that Mm. that can be the only personal element that you share in your business Mm. story you might not you don't have to talk about your kids or your partner or anything like that and I think that helps build confidence because I think there's this perception and there's some people are comfortable sharing absolutely everything Mm. and that's that's also fine but I think the getting to a point of actually individually what is it that you're comfortable with as a business owner that really helps create a foundation or it might just be a place to start from like actually I'm just going to talk about and so I used to talk about travel a lot because I used to travel a lot (laughs) 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 Um, but that was a you know that was part of a huge part of my life and so that's something easy for me to talk about that's not particularly personal but it's a relevant Mm. part of my life to create a business story and I was mm. confident and I knew about it. And I think that that's a great foundation. It's like, what do you really love? What can you really easily talk about and then build on it? And again, this is another, it's like a tiny nudge of, I feel comfortable in that space because there's a fine line between, you know, we all know that growth happens and a growth in confidence happens when you're feeling out of your comfort zone, but there's kind of playing on the edges and throwing yourself off the precipice, like, I don't advocate throwing yourself off. <laughs> play around the edges and just get it a little bigger every time. Before you know it, you're miles away from where you started, but without. Oh, 
I love that analogy. I, I guess because I'm an Aussie, I um, I often use the analogy um, and I talk about, because um, we always say, you know, you're diving in at the deep end. Mm. And I always say to people, let's dip our toe in. And I said, and then yep. we're going to jump in with our floaties on. I don't know if yep. that's an Australian term, floaties. I like right? that. Yeah. yeah, the little word. <laughs> and so I, I often use that analogy as to how far I want people to move and how scared I want them to feel. I'm like, always start with dipping your toe in. Um, and yep. I like that because... Um, there's there's so much to be said and um, Sarah and I were chatting before we started recording and I said we must start recording I was going to talk all night <laughs> but um, we were discussing the fact that um, we we both have encountered um, so many of our clients that don't take action because they feel like it's imperfect action mm-hmm. and that's the <laughs> only way to start right <laughs> <laughs> and I was making a joke because on my YouTube channel, I've got videos from years ago and my office isn't nicely set up. I don't have any lighting. I've literally got one little dingy light above me. Um, and do you know what? People people still loved it. They still listen to your content. And um, Sarah and I were sort of discussing, if you never start and start making progress, you don't actually get any better. And not that we ever want to be perfect. We don't sort of head down that path though, do we? No, no. And but you've got to start somewhere, like even the most prolific, su- prolifically successful people, like they all started doing it themselves in some ways. So I, I learned the other day that Brene Brown's book, first book was self-published. And I'm like, oh, really? wow. oh my God, she's incredible. And, you know, an international speaker, she's prolifically successful and impactful and her books are so profound she self-published her first book and oh I did so not much... know that <laughs> honestly that's, there's that's so much mind-blowing <laughs> yeah there's so much shame around oh you've not got a you know and all I might you've got to get it out there somewhere and and it I, I like I um have a cake business as well which is part of my sweet life and oh, that's my that. creative outlet mm. <laughs> and for ages I didn't want to make videos and and I'm like no I can't and and then I started making them and I loved it. it I just loved the whole and it we build these things up in our head and oh who's gonna see you know what are they gonna say blah 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 but the at the end of the day if you enjoy it and you're adding value to people what you know someone throwing stones from outside of the ring says doesn't mm. really matter it's the if you can impact one person then you're doing something positive and that person might be you <laughs> you know yeah. to feel good that and, you shared well it's about to say you're probably impacting yourself one of the things that I've always tried to and this is where I draw in my marketing knowledge I always pretend that I'm telling someone else how to run their business rather than telling myself how to run mine. So even mm. when I do my copywriting for myself, I just pretend I'm writing about this this third person, Sarah Thompson. And so otherwise I feel embarrassed that I'm talking about myself, like I'm so great, look at me, I'm, I'm <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, and I would genuinely be stopped in my tracks if I had to write about myself. So I just pretend it's another person and I write down all the facts and then I write them into a story. And I found that to be a really great strategy whenever I'm struggling to talk about myself um, and, you know, say, this is me. And I'm always very self-deprecating, which I know is a strategy to stop someone else bringing me down. <laughs> yeah. And it, I think that's such a good to, to take the emotion out is so helpful. And I think a lot of a lot of when we over explain ourselves, oh, well, you know, I just did this and, I, and then this happened. And so, for example, if it, it happens, right, you you don't turn up to your social media, for example, for a few weeks or, or whatever, and then you feel like you need to explain yourself. 
I mean, you don't. It's your social media account. If you decide you want to have, you know, a, a day right. break or whatever's not normal for you, mm. you don't have to explain it. It's and it's like just jump back in with the energy that you want to share. But this need that we always need to apologize and be the good girl and yeah, oh. if it's relevant to your business, then maybe, you know, if if you're a oh, if um, I vanished, it would definitely be strange. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, you, you, if, if it's relevant and it's pertinent and, and you feel comfortable, but if that sometimes can be a blocker because people are worried, you know, oh, what are people actually just jump in and share something valuable and, and unblock the, because getting that kind of thing perfect and being understood, there will always be people that misunderstand and they're not your people, but the people that get it, they'll be magnetized. And, I think I've I've come across clients before that um, are oh, you must do this system or you must do that and like, actually we all need to find our own way within each of the opportunities that are mm. available to us to communicate and I think that's really important like what's your voice within a space and then practice it and mm. practice it in front of the mirror because it sounds silly but just getting used to the words coming out of your mouth in a way that feels safe will make it flow so much easier in other places um oh I love that and it's it's really interesting what you're saying um about and and I'll I'll, I will confess um in my earlier days in my business I definitely used to teach this is my way and this is the way (laughs) and I'm quite mortified now because obviously coaching lots of people and uh, seeing such a wide range of personalities and all of these things that go into the mix when you're an entrepreneur and I now teach things so differently in terms of this is what we this is what we should aspire to do and this is what we want to get work towards and I always give that kind of language whereas before I'm like this is what we this is what you should do like you should post on social media once a day and it's like I would never give that advice now um I always say that the the ultimate goal is to get towards that but then I talk about consistency and I'm quite embarrassed that I used to speak like that and that's coming from corporate and giving myself guardrails on how I should tell people how to and giving them guardrails and obviously now I realize that that's actually not helping people because if none of that feels good then I'm actually holding them back so it's been a really interesting hearing you talk about that's um so interesting but I think with I want to come back to because you talked about women apologizing and that is absolutely when I train I obviously do a lot of training and I actually say at the beginning I'm speaking to the women who are in this room please do not apologize and if you do apologize um, I actually when I'm doing face-to-face training I give out everyone a chocolate and um, I say to people, if you apologize, you have to give the chocolate back to me. <laughs> I love that. And it's, it's so funny because then other people in the room become like the little hall monitors and go, oh, she apologized. <laughs> and it actually just... brings into our consciousness how much we apologize for asking a question when you're paying to be in a training session. <laughs> like, come on. Honestly, this is your cute. moment. Say, yeah, I, I don't want to take up space. I'm like, well, that's what you're, you're, this is the intention you paid to take up a space. So take Correct. up as much space as you want. And even when I work one-to-one with people, like, oh, you know, like it, it's such a huge unlearning that we have to do. And as women full stop, as women in um, different environments, and it's taken me years to unravel. And, and 
I still spot it in myself. Like we talk about copyright and it makes me laugh because I used to copyright for other people mm. and brands. And so I'll find myself automatically putting caveats in things because that's what I was trained to do. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is really profound and impactful. So I'm going to talk exactly about that. I don't need Aww. to put a caveat around it, but not apologize for, you know, it, it, it's a really, um, it's a really hard habit to unlearn, but I guess we have to model that that's that's how I see it is Mm. um and be respectful of different energies in the room as well because we all have a different I'm I would describe myself as an introverted extrovert so I can be very extrovert but I need restorative time so I'm very conscious of making space for for other voices in the room because otherwise I can talk all day (laughs) I think that's I think that might be a marketeer's trait (laughs) Probably. <laughs> it's like, I'm a <laughs> um, but this this whole idea of like it's like it's your business your business needs to take up space otherwise how's anybody going to know about it like you need to be and I think this this is why the practice is really important to to practice the storytelling and and, and practice different um lengths of telling the story about your business this is something that I do work with people quite a lot is if you if you've got the the 60 second introduction Mm. what's that and then if you're gonna have a a little um chemistry session like what's that and and break it down because if you try and so many people try and cram in almost like the whole story of like how you get to and and that can be quite apologetic well you know I did this and then I did that (laughs) actually you've got amazing skills otherwise you wouldn't be here and it's Mm. so easy to forget that Um, Mm. and it is our job to remind ourselves as entrepreneurs because there's no one else to do it there's no one else to say you had a um you know you did a great yes there's client testimonials but they're easily forgotten on a daily basis um or aren't they just um I it's funny because I remember when I was early in my business because I was so used to corporate and getting all that validation that we get in corporate like your boss tells you you're great and you get to do mm. a great job and and I said to my husband it was about a year into my business I was like I want someone to tell me I'm brilliant and he goes people pay you <laughs> that's them telling you that you're brilliant I was like it's oh. true, yeah. And so you definitely have to find, like you say, those structures and those voices that come through every day that remind you of what you're doing is really good because you don't get, you do, you definitely get it. And people will tell you when you're coaching with them and stuff, but that kind of, it's a, there's a different validation when you're in an employee relationship with someone yeah. that I just don't know that you do get in self-employment. And so you do have to dig inside to find it. You've got to create it. I have, I was just looking, it's normally on my desk. Oh no, it is here. I've got, I've called it the love jar. I have a jar full of, I write them down and I put them in a, put them in a jar so I can pull them out when I forget of like oh, nice so, things that people have said or like a testimony or a snippet of a testimonial or something. Oh, um, I need one of those. What a gorgeous idea. So um, obviously you guys, I don't have a visual, but Sarah's just picked yeah, up sorry. a nice little, oh, that's all right. It's like a, just a little jar and she's got different colored post-it notes in and she can pull one out and it's got a few words or something that someone has said that's been, oh my gosh, I need to do that. It's brilliant. Because yeah, <laughs> I have it, I have it digitally, obviously, and obviously it gets shared on social media and stuff, but I'm a really visual person. And I think this is really important when it comes to confidence as well. It's like understanding what it is that, that will jolt you remind you whatever because for one person they need to hear it another person needs to read it another person needs to be told so what is it that 
that really jazzes you up and keeps you going like I need I'm a reader I love reading stuff and I'm quite kinesthetic hence being like oh I want to pick something up and touch it and feel it yeah um so I think that really helps as well if you think about oh, actually do I need to hear it record it on a little voice or, or, or invite your clients to create that you know the the right clients will 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 accommodate yeah oh um, lovely oh look we could talk we could talk all night but I'm mindful that I'm keeping this episode um, not too long but before we wrap up Sarah um I know that you've got some amazing opportunities in which people can work with you so would you mind sharing some of those and for everyone I will put in the show notes all of the links to um Sarah's sweet life (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's two ways to work with me at the moment so um there is the sweet life energy reset which is um a distance healing where you can really like clear any energy blocks that are kind of if you think like feeling sluggish feeling like not quite being able to get to where you want to um we have a little chat connect and then i'll clear that all for you um and then there is the sweet life jump start as well which is a 30-day accelerator where we get into the stories around why it is that you're not showing up how you want to and unpick that over 30 days so that you can be in your brilliance more often Oh, those both sound so juicy. (laughs) Look, I'm going to wrap us up on that note. Otherwise, we will keep talking, Sarah. So I just want to say thank you so much for um, saying yes to being a guest on my podcast. And thank you for sharing your absolute pearls of wisdom with my audience. I know that they're also going to be super grateful. You're most welcome, my love. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thank you all for tuning in for another episode. And I look forward to catching up with you all the same time next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.